Hi, it's Garen with Shamrock Roofing and Construction. Need a new roof fast? Consider Shamrock Roofing and Construction. Our rapid repair team will get you a quote within 24 hours and will always repair before we replace. One call does it all. Shamrockroofer.com. He wants to win, man. He's a competitor. He comes to work every single day, and he's the hardest working guy in there. And um, whenever the competition gets harder, he plays even better. And so I think uh, with Travis, it's just he wants he wants the ball, um, but at the same time, he just wants to win. And I think uh, I can always go out there and play with guys that we're going to put it all on the line. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Nate Bucati, Jay Gutierrez. My name is Oliver Tagak. I live in the night country. I'm off the grid. You're German? Please do not. No, that's no Oliver. Otis. You're thinking of Otis. <laughs> German name. I told Otis. you I'm, I'm Oliver Tagak. Oh, Oliver. I live in, I live in a little oh, hut. In the camps. He's gone. That dude's gone. Right. But he left him a memento. A couple of them. I'd like to live in one of those camps. I bet you would. I think I would thrive in that kind of arena. (laughs) There's certain aspects that I would thrive in there in the old night country. (laughs) Days of darkness. Right. No, I'm I'm built for it. Yeah. Sturdy. (laughs) Coming up, we'll talk to Todd Lebo and Deron Cherry and... Mike's got this. Mike's got picks. Mike deep Pasquale. Yeah, Lebo uh, sat down. Well, sat down to talk to Jeff Saturday yesterday, and we'll play a piece of that audio. That right? Yeah. Yeah, I was involved in all that debacle. I heard. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. It was a debacle. I had a phone call with Todd last night. Yeah. Sitting on the can. I had several phone calls with people yesterday. <laughs> There's an interesting article at uh, NFL.com around the NFL. From uh, Kevin uh, Petra around the NFL writer, and he writes about the Chiefs defense. Chiefs defense, youngest in the NFL, has powered Kansas City to the precipice of a Super Bowl repeat. Uh, and this is what I'm looking. This is the content I'm looking for. We know the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. We know the greatness of Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. More people need to understand the greatness of Steve Spagnuolo and this defense. He wrote not only. Um, was and, and so so it, it goes into uh, how they wouldn't be in the Super Bowl if not for the best defense of this Chiefs run. And he said, uh, Steve Spagnolo's defense uh, is a pilfering menace, but it's more impressive considering it's the youngest defense in the NFL this season at 25 years, 279 days old. Uh, per NFL research, and that's based on the average age of players with one-plus games played in the regular season. It marks the second time the league's youngest defense has reached the Super Bowl. The first time was the 2009 Colts, and they lost. So not only is this defense excellent, but is uh, average age per player, it's the second youngest defense that has reached the Super Bowl. Think about that for a minute and what that means for the immediate future of this team. Well, 
as we've talked about, there's probably going to be at least one big name leaving, if not two, after this year. But it makes you feel a lot better that they've got all these young guys who are in the ascendancy in their career, whose arrows are pointing up to fill that void. Justin Reed called Spags a chess master who molds the defense to do what his players do best. Uh, They talk about the multitude of blitz packages that Spags has in his arsenal. It's impressive that such a young group rarely has busts. Drew Tranquil said it's because of how the defensive coordinator and her staff coach those blitzes that makes a difference because he does such a great job teaching. They're very multiple in their blitzes. They have overload pressures. They have double-edge pressures, middle pressures. But they put together a group of guys that can execute a plethora of different blitz schemes. And Spags challenges them, but they're not overwhelmed. And that speaks to what a great teacher he is. Because those two things aren't supposed to go together, right? What he asked this defense to do, and it being this, the, the youngest defense in the NFL. Normally you have to scale it back, and he doesn't. Well, and that also, he's already said that, goes to Veach and the scouting department for the Chiefs because Spaggs said this is the smartest defense he's ever coached. He also credited Nick Bolton for that, but somehow you just glossed right over there. Well. Yeah. Eh. Green time. But. Jake is looking around frantically. He picked up the phone. He put it back down. He's looking at different screens. What are you doing? What's going on right now? Uh, I got a very nervous. Going on. Okay, tell me. Well, I just share it. I were scheduled to have Jeff Darlington on. Yeah, and uh, I I never got a number for him, but right. then I did some digging and I actually have his number. Oh wow! So I called him and got his voicemail and left him a voicemail. Uh, and and now uh, the others you mentioned me looking. Did he drop an f bomb on you like Sal Palantonio once to Darren's <laughs> once? No, okay. hung up not. on him too. No. You got to be effing kidding me, right. That's Great, Sal <laughs> Pal. If you do, yeah. <laughs> so then, then what happened? Uh, I left him a voicemail. Thank uh, you. Yeah. So and and now I'm uh, I'm building breaks. That's, I was looking at another. Space. Build some breaks for us. Did um, you cuss him out in the voicemail? Like, hey, pal. No, we're, I, we're on a schedule here. I certainly did not. Okay. And are we? I mean, no. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just <laughs> maybe turn the screws a little bit. So the article goes on to this is I'm doing a little thing what we call Phil. Phil. Uh, the article. This is the article I wanted to get to. So thank you. Uh, he calls the the Chiefs defense a bully of a defense that has surged in the postseason. Uh, and again, referencing what I've tried to pound into people's heads, Nate resists this every time I bring it up. Nate goes, "Oh, really? I haven't heard that before." Even though I say it every day. 13.7 points per game in the playoffs, marking the fourth lowest since 2000 by a team that reached the Super Bowl. Behind only the 2000 Ravens, 20, uh, the 2002 Bucks, and the 2013 Legion of Boom Seahawks. And to have such a young defense in that category is unbelievable. So this, this is why, that is why I'm so confident in what the Chiefs are going to do on Sunday. Entering, entering Sunday, the Chiefs allowed more than 21 points twice this year, including the playoffs. Twice. Two times. You know? It's crazy. 
And like we mentioned, during the postseason, they ran the gauntlet. The high-flying Dolphins. Josh Allen and the Bills. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. All very different offenses, but all suffered the same fate. They got slowed down by, or shut down by the Chiefs. So, up next, the 49ers. I just, I don't, hey man, they're really, really good. There's no doubt about that. But I just think the Chiefs' defense is better. And then, and then, and then we get into oh, uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid, and the experience, all of it, all of it times ten. Let's hear, uh, let's hear Andy Reid at the top of your list, Jake. Andy Reid was asked uh, another question that I'm sure he loves to hear. Are the Chiefs already a dynasty? Yeah, so I, I think the best answer I can give you is when you're in the mix of things like we are, you don't really look at um, that. You're so focused in on the next the next game. And I think if you make that your focus, uh, you're probably going to have a problem and, and get knocked off uh, whatever pedestal people think you're on. And so um, this game, there's too much parity in this game. To, to take your energy and put it in that direction. So we're focusing on this game here um, against a great football team, and it's, it's going to take all our energy to do well against them. And that, you hear that word, Sorsley. What do you think in the NFL now of parity? What do I think of parity in the NFL? Or parody's nuts. <laughs> He's nuts. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got him, Jake. Oh, got me. I'm done now. Oh, I'm done. I'm walking right into the end. I know. I'm trying to give a serious answer. Parody. He looks so. He looks so really. What do I think of parody? Andy Reid said parody in the NFL. Yeah. I go, I don't know. What do you think of parody in the NFL? He goes, parody? I said, or parody's nuts. Got him. That was such a long got setup. Me. Oh, my God. That was about a seven-minute setup. Was, this really is way better than Jeff Darlington. I'm yeah, sorry, I Jeff. Yeah, I know you got yeah. good content, but no. there's nothing's going to top that. I've been thinking about that for parody a while. Parody in the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, parody in the NFL. These nuts. <laughs> got him. Oh, my God. Got him. Some of your best work, son. Oh, dude. I can't even be mad. I don't, think, I don't even think Jake knew where that was going. <laughs> He was pretty quick on the trigger there. Oh, he got to his Wow, the. Have this ready. What are you laughing at? Have this ready. Hey. No complaint in Kansas City. That's what, it, that's what happens when a guest no shows us. Then you get that. Hey, man. <laughs> what, top of the line Super Bowl yeah. humor? No. You, know, you can get that anywhere else. <laughs> Buried in the NFL. Well. Parody? I just like yeah. that. Parody's nuts. He's nuts. Got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, I don't know. What, uh, I can't stop laughing. Oh, my God. That was perfect. Stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you guys do for a living? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Hang out. Farting ball jokes. <laughs> oh, man, I talk to my wife when she comes home from work, and she's like, you know. How's your day? Helping people. <laughs> serving the community. What did you? Well, how was your day? Well, Stephen got me with a D's nuts joke. You wanna D's nuts? Got you. You wanna hear a just a? You wanna hear a guy that just is living in his own reality? He has no concept really of what's going on around him. First of all, if you look at his haircut, you would guess this guy has his own reality. Okay, he's, I mean, he's Jake's yeah, sitting right here. No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all living in yeah. Raiders owner Mark Davis? Oh, that guy. A false he's living reality. In something. There's an article in the San Francisco Chronicle this morning, and uh, I, I like I like the uh, the tagline here at, at the tweet. It says. Raiders owner Mark Davis gets to host the 49ers and Chiefs for Super Bowl 58, but it might be as close as his team gets to the title game, writes columnist Ann Killian. But boy, listen to this. So Nick Jacobs posted this little blur about here. Listen to this. This is what Mark Davis said. This is his quote. Talking about the Chiefs. Those players might be leaving their business cards in the lockers, Davis said, implying that the Chiefs players would be so impressed with the facility they might want to join the Raiders. And he takes pleasure that the Chiefs will be in Vegas knowing that we kick their ass here on Christmas Day. Hmm? Well, it wasn't. Mark, Mark, first of all, it wasn't there. It wasn't. It wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, I was sick. I was like, wasn't that at home? Yeah. Second of all, is there a team that's that's better in the NFL than the championing? some regular season accomplishment or some meaningless win than the Raiders. They got a win a couple of years ago in Kansas City. Hey, let's take the let's take the bus out for a victory lap. No way that this will come back and bite us once this gets out. <laughs> right. Yeah, victory lap, regular season champs, we did it. Now you got the owner who is who's so oblivious to what's going on around him who now and it's a hey, great feel good story for hiring his interim coach that's going to fail because <laughs> look at the other three coaches in the division with him Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton oh, Raiders you are buried oh no the first time head coach is, is you, you know, right you, perspective you are, there Buried, and who's the Raiders quarterback? And didn't they just and didn't they just hire Cliff Kingsbury for forty five minutes to be their offensive coordinator? They did, and then he was like, uh, "Nope, sorry, out of here. I'm going to Washington." Which, not much he thought better. Washington right. was yeah. a good place to be. <laughs> that, that tells you everything you need to know right there. I'd rather be in Washington. That was like the old. Uh, Huh? That was like the old Dana Altman, Arkansas, <laughs> got off the plane. 
Uh, no. no. The first, the first woo pig <laughs> suey. He was like, hey, woo, uh, I'm out of here. Uh, Oregon. <laughs> hey, it's like Cliff Kingsbury, like, uh, I'm out. Gotta go. Also, but hey, that's great. Hey, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and guess that no Chiefs players are going to leave their business cards in the locker hoping that you sign them. When's the last time the Raiders have won an effing playoff game? Can someone help me there? I don't know if any of the players were alive. I'm Can someone leave. tell me the last time? You think, you think the Chiefs are rolling in there this week looking at facilities? Oh, I got to play here. I got to come out here and get my ass kicked in the AFC West and finish last every year. Maybe some players that think they're not going to be brought back to the Chiefs, you know, like just need a, need a place. Uh, that, to answer your question, uh, it's the last time they won a playoff game would have been the uh, 2002 AFC Championship. Game. Oh, yeah. Sign me, the players be falling over each other. Sign me up. It's great. That sent them to Super Bowl 37. All right. The, uh, and you know have, what? And he's, we're about to have Super Bowl 58. And he's, and he's just real. He's, he's, he's telling reporters, up. Well, we kicked their ass on Christmas Day, though. No. No. Well, you got no, two gift no. turnovers on defense and barely held on. No, to that's fine. They, they beat them here. Kicked, kicked okay, they, they got it. What's it mean? Well, it was, uh, congratulations What's on your mean? on your, your Super Bowl victory on D- Christmas Day. Uh, they don't usually play the Super Bowl on Christmas, but for the Raiders, that's the closest thing they get to the Super Bowl, so they celebrate it like one. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it, it comes from the top. Yeah. Why, like... You know why would why did they take a victory lap after a regular season game a couple years ago? Yeah. Well, because their owner thinks it's a big deal because that's the pinnacle. Yeah, that's the that's what he can accomplish. Yeah, because they're not going to they, cele- can they can't celebrate a playoff win because they can't get one. Yeah, well, so, getting to the playoffs. So, so of course, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. live it up, love it up. That's that's as good as it's going to get. Yeah, and I, I mean, Antonio Pierce, he did a fine job as the interim coach. Yeah, mm-hmm. how do you? Like, I'm, I'm not. You answer this. I'm not pushing my opinion on you. You set me up for another D's. How, no. How do you think he fares moving forward against a division that includes <laughs> Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, and Andy Reid? <laughs> not, uh, not quite the same resume. Right. I mean, are you, not the, are, not are, the same are, resume. Are you like, hey, guys. this is this looks good. Future's bright. There we go. No, I mean, no. Well, the whole organization has been a joke for decades, right? And and obviously, you can see why. Uh, by the way, denial ain't just a river in Egypt, you know, when wow. it comes to Mark Davis's denial of reality. Um, I would like to know this. How many Chiefs players travel with a business card? You think there's a single one that has, oh, you know what? I got some business cards on me. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. My dot. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I just uh, like that idea. Harrison Bucker wears a nice suit. He's probably got a business card in there somewhere. The, the most he can hope for is maybe an IG live from Kadarius Tony. Right. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes, that's the most he can hope for. I'll leave that possibility open. So, but I like that's the reality. Mark Davis is living in. These guys are walking around with business yeah. cards. You know, right? I might leave him in a locker. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he thinks. Oh yeah, they'll they'll leave a chance to yeah. to continue to play in this dynasty and, and come here and. Look at this state. You know, we might win eight or nine games. <laughs> because they got a nice facility. Yeah. Nope. Because, really, it's the only the only nice facility in the NFL, honestly. Right, right. There really aren't any nice football stadiums for these guys to play in. Hmm. Well, I thought you'd enjoy that little <laughs> excerpt from that article in the same <laughs> you know, I, like, 
Yeah, way to go. Nice hire. I mean, especially when a guy like Mike Vrabel is sitting out there. And that, that would have been I, like, that was my a legitimate fear. splash hire. I, I just can't imagine Mike Vrabel wanting to work for Mark Davis. Well, and I guess the only reason I thought that was actually possible is because Tom Brady's been added to the ownership group, and maybe Tom Brady would change something there, you know. But no, no. But you can agree if you'd look differently if Vrabel had taken over. Them. Right. I'd be like, wow, what a gauntlet of coaches. Yeah, like the, it's, it would seem like a competent move for the first time in a while. But but even then, like my Mark Vrabel's a good coach, and he's been to an AFC Championship game without a great quarterback. Well, he's beaten Andy Reid in the playoffs. Now Patrick Mahomes. No, but I, I mean, mean, he's he's had a team come into Arrowhead Stadium and win a playoff game. He did. Didn't he have Mariota? That was before, though, that coaching staff got fired after they won that game, if I remember correctly, and then Vrabel got hired. Wasn't that malarkey or whatever? That was a bunch of, the call was a bunch of malarkey. Yeah. I was, then I stand corrected. But still, I mean, the I guy, mean, he got, he got to an AFC championship. He's a good coach. I'm not trying to say he's not a good coach, but even he would go into this division with other coaches who have all been to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, even he, well, I would still say, guess, would be the last yes. coach out of the rankings. But you know, Antonio Pierce or Mike Vrabel, right? hundred uh, percent. I guess that's, that's yeah. <laughs> no. I, I'm with you on that. I'm just saying, even then, I would still be like, yeah, well, the Raiders going to, you know, they're they're still the Raiders, right? <laughs> what you want your owner to say is. You know what? We're we're not in this for for regular season wins. What 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 we've done over the past two decades is unacceptable. Yeah, and we're not going to rest until we reach the heights that the Kansas City Chiefs are. They we are chasing them. Yeah, that's who we want to be. Say it's a disgrace that they're playing in our yes. It's, it, it it makes me sick to my stomach right. to see our division rival in our locker room in our facility. Preparing to play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> because whether he says it or not, that's what it is. That's wonderful. His, his dad is rolling over in his grave. Right oh, now. man. I can't imagine what Al Davis would be thinking. You know, he would, he would be, oh, he'd be, Dad, we beat him on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might push his son down and fly the stairs to get there. What did you just say? You're not my son. <laughs> it just went from just win, baby, to we beat him on Christmas. Just win once against the Chiefs every right. couple years, baby. And then victory laps and quotes. We're, we're good. Man, yeah, that is a far cry from the Raiders that Al Davis. Uh, by the end of it, Al Davis seemed to have fallen into their, their whole organization seemed to fall into chaos. But they were a, a once proud franchise. They were never the jokes that they are now. For I mean, for a while there, they were like the only team to play in a Super Bowl in every decade. 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the aughts. Well, they can't win a playoff game now. Now they don't even make it to the playoffs. And I'm going to tell you this. Things didn't get easier for Denver either. With Harbaugh. Oh, right? no. Because nope. this is Sean, Sean Payton, and the, they beat the, again. Hey, regular season win, good for you. Mm-hmm. And let's let's think back to that stupid column that Sean Keeler wrote. <laughs> the Broncos broke Patrick Mahomes. You're welcome, NFL. <laughs> where's hey hey Sean Keeler? <laughs> where's the follow up to that column? Is he still broken? Is the NFL still thanking you? Nope. By the way, the Broncos were headed to the playoffs then. Uh, how did they do? 
Oh, they didn't make it? Oh, great. And so do you think their job got easier? Because let me tell you, this Sean Payton is not the same Sean Payton that was in, in, in New Orleans. I would, I fear Jim Harbaugh way more than Sean Payton. Well, that, that Sean Payton had a Hall of Fame quarterback, a, a record-setting Hall of Fame quarterback. And so, I, I, look, if you're, if, this is just what I think is going to happen. If you're the Raiders and you're the Broncos right now, right now you are destined to be looking up at the Chargers and the Chiefs. Why? Because the Chargers have the quarterback and they have their head coach. The Chiefs run the NFL. Okay? Mm-hmm. And right now, you, you've got Peyton. Who's your quarterback? Nobody. Yeah. And the Raiders are like, well, we got we, we won on Christmas. Okay, great. Good. Put the banner <laughs> up. And so the Broncos doing? better do something spectacular. Doing? And I mean like trading up to number one with the Bears. Well, at least they're in salary cap hell, too. Right. But, I mean, they need to. The funny thing is, I saw an article that I just love this. You remember when we all said, you know, you have a chance to draft a quarterback. Patrick Sertan, the second, may be great, but you ain't going anywhere as long as you're not the quarterback, right? Yeah. Now there's, like, talk out there that the Broncos are going to offer up a package to the Bears to move up to number one to, to, to try to get a quarterback. And most people say that the package has to include Patrick Sertan the second. So it's like, <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. But guess what? Until you get the quarterback, don't talk to me. You might be able to pick off a win here or there in the regular season. But right now, the Raiders and the Broncos are locked in at third and fourth. Yeah. Because the two teams ahead of them have quarterback and head coach figured out. And the Chargers are just, they're, they're second. The Chiefs are, you can't even mention them in the same conversation right now, because the Chiefs run the NFL. We're watching a dynasty. That is awesome. <laughs> so there. But the Chiefs are broken. They got, they got, right. they got broken. by the My column. They did that uh, kintsugi, the Japanese art of uh, putting pottery back together with gold after it's broken to make it even more valuable than it was before. The Chiefs put themselves back together. Thank you. And now they're Super Bowl, uh, you know, they're Super Bowl team again. That's Nate Bucati. We'll be right back after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Okay, look, you guys know Todd Lebo is one of my best friends. I spend, I mean, Jake, you, you, you'd know better than anyone. I spend uh, hours praising Todd and his work on this show to the, well, the, to the point where it's, usually, it's over the top. People tell me to stop, but I can't because that's how highly I think of him. Just tell him the truth. But when he, when he does me wrong and when he does the listeners wrong, I feel comfortable to, to call him out. Yeah. Because he knows it. Uh, Hold his feet to the it, fire. It, it, it comes with a sprinkle of love on it. Uh Todd, are you there? I am here. I, I'm, I have no idea where this is going. I'm very scared. You know exactly where it's going. How do you let any other reporter in Las Vegas ask this question of Brock Purdy? How do you let someone else lead the way and you, it's not you, listen to this question? And my only question is for you, why wasn't this you asking this question, Jake Plant? 
Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two are the mic. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why time? Uh, well, I guess I haven't been in the presence of Brock Purdy yet, except mm. briefly on opening night. So I will take this as the L. Okay. I should have done this. Right. I apologize for not doing it. You know, we were joking yesterday. Um, you heard the Andy Reid question from the German reporter. Oh, we're going to play that. For, we're going to play that for people too, if you want. Play that. You know, go ahead and play. Wait, play that one. So, so Lebo can respond to both. Here's uh, a reporter from Germany putting, uh, holding Andy Reid's feet to the fire. Coach, right here. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, question from Germany. Yes. Um, as you said before, um, times have changed a lot. Uh, the internet, mobile phones. Um, what do you say about the conspiracies that uh, have popped up? Concerning Charles Kelsey and Taylor Swift, like some kind of Republican conspiracies, that you guys made it into the Super Bowl to actually secretly re-elect or help re-elect President Biden. Mm. That's, that's way out of my league. Uh, Andy, one more question. Do you uh, believe that uh, your pass rush will be able to rattle Lee Harvey Oswald? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, coach. <laughs> Todd, this that like uh, you know, I famously got called a shock jock. Yeah, Coach Reed, a couple years ago, and I've never expected any apology or anything from anyone with the Chiefs, but I think I may want one now. Right. I mean, come on, man. Uh, hey, it's it's out there. It's a legitimate question. question. Is it a legitimate question? Is, is it not out there? Are people not saying it? Just because things are out there doesn't mean they need to be asked to the coach of the. Chiefs. Right. I mean, he did he answer the question or did he kind of dodge it? He well, got, I guess he didn't really say. I don't think there's a conspiracy. He but didn't. He did make a he did make a funny joke at the end of the clip where he said, "Yeah, you know, Travis and and and, and uh, Taylor are a cute couple, and, and we enjoyed our visit with President Biden after winning the Super Bowl last year." So, See, yeah, you know, a little shot in uh-huh. there that they won the Super Bowl. That was pre uh, Taylor Travis, by the way. I don't think you need to get the coach in on the, the conspiracy because he should just not know about it. But anyway, quality stuff by the Germans. What uh, what was your day like? Uh, update us on uh, what uh, you've been doing in Las Vegas and uh, some of the coverage you've been providing for Sports Radio 810 and the listeners. I spent yesterday on Radio Row, and then I, I did about half a Seren show. He's, he's here now. Right, you and are. And today, this morning, we're leaving in about 10, 15 minutes. We're going to go over to Chiefs Availability, and, you know, we'll carry that live at 10. We'll see if Andy Reid gets asked something by someone else from Europe that's really weird. Right. And I'll get some more interviews uh, today you know, from Chiefs. I did not go to Chiefs yesterday. I, I wish I was in the room. When that question got asked, I was listening to it down the line. It was really something. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think Coach Reed. I know this much. He doesn't. He likes to talk to us about none times a week, and he's uh, <laughs> on a streak now. Of uh, he he talked to us in Kansas City Thursday last week, and then he got here. He did do everybody Monday, Tuesday. He's going to do Wednesday, Thursday. So he's got five straight days. Now he doesn't have to do anything public kind of media on Friday. I'm sure there's some things they have set up with maybe CBS or, you know, something like that they have to do for the show. But, yeah, it's uh, this will be interesting. He's, he's just about the – it's hump day, right? This is hump day for Coach Reed on talking to media. It could be fun. Maybe there will be some football questions, but maybe it will all be about conspiracies. I don't know. But I did have a chance to, to chat with Jeff Saturday, who works for ESPN, 
yesterday, and I want to play a, a clip here of him talking about Patrick Mahomes. Of course, Jeff Saturday won a Super Bowl and played for the Colts and Peyton Manning, Hall of Fame quarterback, for about a decade. And I asked him with his experience of Peyton going through all the ups and downs of playing for him, what he's seen from Patrick Mahomes this year where it wasn't just quite so easy it's been in the past. Oh, man, this year has been uh, by far to me his most impressive. And, I, and I'll say it this way, and I'm not, you know, like, the, like people get all hung up in, like, you know, off schedule throws, look at the different arm angles, whatever. Dude. Like, the dude, he's a freak, right? Like, he's got incredible, all that is, is great. The way that he has managed this team this year, I, and, I, and I, I said this on Get Up this morning, when he overthrew Valdez, you know, like when, when it was like that overthrow and it hit, the, it tipped his fingers in the end zone. And, and Mahomes, we all come back and we're blasting the receivers for drops and all kinds of stuff. And Mahomes goes, yeah, I, I, I need to take a little bit off that ball. And, and I, and listen, I mocked it. I was like, there's, what is he talking about, right? Like, there, there is no take a little bit off the ball. And then you fast forward to the AFC championship game and MBS is behind. He, he takes, you know, a yard off that ball, hits him right in the chest. He catches it and it, and it cements them going to the, to the Super Bowl. It's, it's that type of lead. Never did he dress down his teammates. Never. Like, he, he never went about going at people. He always turns it inward. He always leads by example. Um, and, and he realizes, like, in, in, against Baltimore, just don't screw this up. Everybody's like, oh, well, they didn't score. He didn't have to score, man. He saw they weren't scoring. And there's something about the maturity of a player that goes, I'm going to rest and I'm comfortable that I don't got to keep showing who I am. All I got to do is get out of here with a win. And I just so appreciate those moments from NFL players when they don't force, they don't try to do something outside of what they should do. They play smart, efficient, productive football. And he has done that week after week. And it's just been impressive, man, because everybody wants him to swing it around and put up 40 points a game. And unfortunately, their offense isn't built to do that right now. But guess what? Their defense is topping the freaking in, in the NFL, and so we're going to rely on that, right? And so I just appreciate the way he goes about his business, man. Like it is just so impressive the way that he stands up and and takes the arrows and with class and with the. I mean, he just does everything right, man. And I, I just. It, you know, it gets boring, I'm sure, for people, but I love for my sons to see somebody handle adversity and circumstances the way that Mahomes does. Because it's not just on the field. His stuff gets attacked off the field, whether it's his family, you know, whatever it is. And whether you like it, dislike it, whatever. But there's still the way he balances everything that, that he has to balance and still shows up and produces the way he does, it's special. And, and, uh, and I appreciate it. That's Jeff Saturday from ESPN, longtime center for Peyton Manning. So he knows what he's talking about when dealing with big-time famous quarterbacks who have to deal with all that stuff. I thought that was a really neat clip with some appreciation for not just how Patrick Mahomes throws the football or something. That's just managing being Patrick Mahomes. I thought that was pretty cool. I like Jeff Saturday. I think he's a good analyst, and I like what he had to say. I listened to uh, uh, a lot of that yesterday when you were – when you were speaking with him, and I, I appreciate those comments because uh, there, there's so many different reasons why Patrick Mahomes is, is the best and is the greatest, uh, not just his physical talents, but the way he handles adversity, uh, the way he's a leader for the team on and off the field. 
Um, and we see it every day. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's awesome to watch. And I like to hear someone like Jeff Saturday give credit to Patrick Mahomes for some of the things he does uh, besides his tremendous arm and athletic ability. Uh, and so take us again through what, what the schedule is today for, uh, for everyone down there covering uh, the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Well, we will have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Those will be live at 10 during the zone. And then we're going to be gathering interviews, hopefully getting some guys for you guys as yeah. well. Yeah. After they are done, yeah. which you can hear tomorrow on the Border Patrol. And then we will um, be on Radio Row back there. Seren will be live on Radio Row. So we'll have lots of things scheduled to appear. I've got some names, but I'm not sure. You wow. never can tell if they're all going to be there. Who's the biggest you know celebrity I mean? you saw yesterday? Um, you know, I've, I don't know if this is a big celebrity or it not, might but be. I keep seeing Carrot Top yeah. over and over. Well, well, he, of of course he's a big celebrity. Does that, does that mean? I mean, everybody and, knows uh, who he is. Yeah. I mean, um, you, keep, he, you, said, you said you keep seeing him over and over. Like, well, is, he, is he staying next he to was, you? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? He was on Radio Row wandering around yesterday doing things. Um, and he was kind of dressed a little bit shabbily on purpose. He had, a, he had a hat on that said, I need tickets. And, you know, he's carrot top. Remember, like, he, he got all, like, yoked up? Yeah. And he, so he's still kind of strong, big looking, but he's older, too, so he's, like, wrinkly strong. Why don't you talk, was, why don't you talk to him? I didn't really know what to say to carrot top. Talk comedy. I did, uh, and I did, I sent you that picture. Tech Nine is down here. Okay. And so I took the. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> don't, 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 don't give away the surprise. Do I have permission to post my version of that picture? You, you have to. Do them both, though. Okay. You know, do the one and the other. Right. So, otherwise, it'll just confuse people. But can I? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, thank you. All right. Why not? Incoming in about five minutes, so. Okay. Tech, Nina. So, so Tech Nine, Carrot Top, who else? Chances. Uh, well, I... I well, I mean, is, is Patrick Mahomes famous? You know, non-celebrity. Athletic. Uh, celebrity. Non-athlete celebrities. Well, yesterday, or I guess opening night, the little guy, what's his name, Guillermo from Jimmy uh, Kimmel, uh, did, did see him wandering around. What you talking to him? Uh, he had a handler and all this stuff, uh-huh. and I, uh, I, I don't know. Is there anyone, I, I is there anyone scheduled to be there that I, that might excite me? Um, to be on Radio Row, who's a celebrity type? Yeah. They were mostly doing football stuff. Are there any, any fighters around? I mean, I, 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 there's no fighters down here that I've seen. I'm surprised. Normally, there's a big UFC presence. Maybe they're coming later in the week. Because there's a big fight uh, on Thursday night. Teofimo Lopez is fighting, and there'll yeah, be a bunch did, of guys I have there. Not s- seen them down on Radio Row yet, but maybe they'll come down. I, I do want to tell you, Stephen, that the opening night or the party last night, the media party, yeah, for for the media, they held it in the the paddock of where they built the F1 thing, where the you know start finish line for Formula One. Sure. And it, so it, you know, you started in the the pits, like the pit crews areas, like the garages, and then you went up one level, and then you walked. I mean, so this is like a, a quarter mile stretch, and there was food from all these places, and there was you know like the Blue Man Group and all these guys, and, and you know the Jabberwockies and these people were there, and, and then you went likes. up one more level, and it was. Um, it was like the dance clubby kind of thing, so it was really cool. And and you like food, sure you know, I do. You like different kinds of food. Yeah. Chinese New Year is coming up, and so they had food trucks from all of these Asian inspired oh things. Oh my so god! We, we ate the year of the dragon. So much little 
plates of I don't even know what the hell it was, but it was so freaking good. Some dumplings. And by the time we got yes, I, how yeah. about this? Dumplings so are the best. Uh, this was funny. Um, so we're standing there. And Kung Fu Panda. My dumplings. neighbor actually, uh, Cody Holyoke, who works for KBC Nine. Did you just say Cohen Holyoke? No, I said. He does the morning news on Channel 9 with Donna Pittman. He's out here. And so we were at the dumpling place, and they give you a little boat of dumpling. You get one dumpling, and then you get another dumpling. And they said what they were, but they didn't really point, right? And so one of them was a pork dumpling, and one of them was a banana and Nutella dumpling, like a little sweet. So I said, I pointed at this sauce. I said, this spicy? And the guy said, yeah, it was obviously spicy. It had big flakes of pepper in it. And I dumped it on the big dumpling. And Cody put that on his little dumpling. Well, the little dumpling was the banana and Nutella. I guess that was a weird flavor mm. to have a spicy banana. You're probably not to eat them together. No, probably one's not, like probably dessert, not, but yeah, yes, exactly. yeah. But that I had some purple sweet potato cookies. Mm. We had uh, hot dogs that were like. Uh, they were Asian-inspired hot dogs. We had little... Uh, now, what's that mean? Yeah, Asian-inspired hot dogs. They're real dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough, Jake. We had... Um, we had... I got to think through some little egg rolls. We had... Uh, they were Filipino quesadillas at a place. We had... Um, and then there was some pizza when we went upstairs with big, thick-cut pepperoni that went into little cups to hold all the grease, you know? You and, ate all that? I, and I ate a little cheesecake and all. Now they were all very small portions, you know. So it was like a little. It was a tasting thing. Damn. But I ate a lot of food. So I put in my little app. Uh, I'm proud of you. Or treat day, I called it, not a cheat day. Right. I'm not cheating myself, but it was really good. I was thinking of you. You'd have loved all of this food. Yeah, that I'm, I'm a food truck guy. I, that's all. That sounds fantastic. It was really good. It was really good. And um, I saw a general. picture of you. I saw a picture of you walking into a speakeasy. Also. Yeah, we didn't go inside that speakeasy. There's a speakeasy somewhere. Looked like you were going inside. The door's open. I saw Todd throwing some footballs. Mm. Yeah, that was at the. They, they, we did get some free lunch, some wings yesterday. You finished third place in the competition. Well, I was in third. I'm sure it's like 900th now. We did watch Pat uh, Strothman from Wichita. He's with us. They had an F1 simulator. He wrecked like 600 times. It was good. I love F1, yeah. man. That was cool. You'd love this. Place. I know. That, that's, like, we I'm very jealous. Pack. Very jealous. I, 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 where we were, I don't know what that would have cost to be there during that race because that race was outrageous. The prices probably so ten, we were ten thousand dollars a ticket, probably. Yeah, it, it, was, it was nuts. We were right above the start finish line for this party. They, they've really knocked it out of the park. Listen, Vegas knows how to throw a party. Everything huh. they've done here is better than any place I've ever been to a Super Bowl. So. Except for the celebrities that apparently are non-existent when it comes to you. Well, I, I will probably see some more at some point. And the weather stinks. They're, they're, you know, it's like it's like 50 degrees and raining. They're all freaked out. Part of this party last night was outside, and people were like, "Oh my God, it's cold." And I was like, "Yeah, kind of is." But anyway, hey, any any final questions for Ty Lebo? Well, I think you should I'm get not to- asking anything mean to Andy or anything. So stop, Nate. I'm not going to get to the bottom of any controversies. Why not? That's what you're there for. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> what do you want me to ask, Nate? I'm going to oh. be at the Chiefs today. Uh, let's see. I want you to find out. <laughs> no. Okay, no, the, this is a legitimate question. Uh, do you, okay, do you believe Kadarius Tony will play in the Super Bowl? I'll try to, I'll try to hunt that out. I don't, what do you I think? I don't think so. As, no, so. you don't think he'll be back there returning punts? Because I think there's a chance no. he's back there returning punts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sniff around on that today because I don't think so. Does anyone here right. want him to return? No. Nope. I don't want him anywhere no. on the field. Jake, I don't want him near no. the team. Inactive is his rule. 
They played their best football without him yes. being active. I wish right. he was not in Vegas. I, I don't want him. Well, he is. He's, he's, he's definitely in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Well, he's there with you. I actually would send him out on the strip. Hey, you know, wow. have fun. <laughs> you know, just get away from the team. Hey, a pretty good chance he'd go. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. Here's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Knock yourself out. See if you can make it last. <laughs> you guys have Dieter and Sherm coming in tomorrow, right? Correct. Okay, so I did. did you email ask me Coach that? Tobe. I did. You should have that. Okay. And if you don't, let me know. I asked Coach Tobe about Dieter and Sherm. So I, I wanted that to be saved for them to play. Right. So there you go. We got some Dieter insurance from Coach Tobe that you can play tomorrow for the guys. Thanks for your work, Todd. All right, where are you going now? Oh. Uh, we're going to go to I guess it's Lake Las Vegas. That's where the Chiefs are. We're yep. going to drive out it's there. Nice out there. And then we're going to do uh, we're going to do an hour and fifteen minutes of Chiefs availability. Then we'll hustle right back here to Radio Row at the Convention Center as part of the Mandalay Bay. Is that so lake still drying up? I don't know. I don't so know. Get we'll to the see. bottom of that for me. What? We float over. I guess that's, uh, that's Lake funny. where the Hoover Dam is. It looks like it's down a little bit, but they've had a lot of snow the last two years. I think the lake levels are up pretty good compared to what they were, but not back where they were 20 years ago. Yeah, you can see. Like I, I remember know. flying over there, you can see like the levels of where the water yeah. used to be and where it is now. But I don't wonder if it filled up any. Anyway, here's whatever. a quick question. So I, I got a coffee here. I've, I'm not. This is the first time I spent any money on anything just now because the coffee was free over in the, the other part of it. So I got a coffee at the Starbucks right here in the lobby of the Luxor. I got a medium black coffee. What's a good price for a medium black coffee? So that, that costs you seven ninety nine. Drip drip coffee. Only, yeah, just drip coffee. Yeah, black coffee. seven ninety nine. Only five thirty six. Now that's oh. only about two and a half dollars more than Kansas City. But, so but, but after a tip, it's good seven bucks. You know, uh, here's the deal. I declined to tip on the black. Coffee. Oh, wow. You, you, wow. wow! It's a drip coffee. Wow! It's a drip coffee. They didn't do anything. Well done, Todd. Well done. I, I admire that. Why you can't find anybody in the service industry anymore, Todd? You know? No, man. Oh, if, if, if they would have whipped it. you up like a latte, then yeah, okay. But a drip coffee, you push the pour button. Why do you get a tip for pushing the pour button? That's you tip your job. someone at McDonald's for that, it's the same job. Right, exactly. It's a lot cheaper. It's a tip problem in this country. <laughs> I just posted the I tip. I tip uh, a lot on a lot of things. But so I do I. Tip for a $5 black coffee. Well done, Todd. Before we go to break, let's all look at the post together. I just put it out there on X. I just saw that. I, I don't know if I can look at this, we'll get this while I'm on my app. Sure you can. I may disconnect myself. Well, the worst thing is I'll disconnect myself <laughs> if I look at this. So if, if I do disconnect disconnect myself, bye-bye. Okay? I'll just talk to you later. Do you get it or not? Hey, yeah, I, I saw got a reply. <laughs> Which picture do you like? <laughs> no, no. Did you do that work? Why are you not laughing? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to finish. <laughs> it shouldn't take you that long. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, boy. Which, who wore it better? There we go. That's, that's the whole point. Who wore it better? <laughs> My head looks too big on, on Tech's body. No. It's perfect. It's I think it looks great. I think that I'll All right, Big Boss Man is here. i got to get off the radio. Bye-bye. Big Boss Man. Tell Ted to text me. Later. Big Boss Man was an underrated uh, WWF wrestler back yeah, in the boss day. Boss Man. Chad sent me a, that pick of Todd and Tech did some Tech work, Nine. didn't you? So I sent it to Conrad McGorg. I said, can you please switch oh, the McGorgan special? Yeah. Because I just, because when I looked at it, I said, because I, I said, have, have them switch outfits. Because <laughs> I think Todd could pull that off. And so There you go. You know, look at that. You got to get Todd. 
He looks so happy in that I laughed for like half an hour. Last <laughs> and then and then Texas wearing, you know, yeah. A-10 gear. Wearing da- Todd's dad jeans. Right, that's right. We'll be back into this on WHB.